Have you ever been so mad at yourself for failing at something that you quit or you feel burnt out in a certain area or, or game? Specifically fighting games for me, but it could be different things for different people. Uh, but if you've ever experienced that feeling where you're just so mad or so sad at yourself that you don't know what to do with these emotions and you either quit or you don't put in as much effort into the thing that you care about. Uh, or you convince yourself of weird different mindsets where uh, you may not care as much or you try to convince yourself is not important or you find some way to just self-sabotage, right? Uh, there's a term that I don't know what else to call it other than toxic accountability and that's what we're going to be talking about today. What's going on, guys? I'm the philosopher, and welcome to FGC Philosophy. This is a podcast where I talk about topics that I feel are important that are going to help us all level up inside and outside the virtual arena. Uh, sometimes my voice cracks as I talk about these topics, and sometimes they don't. But normally they're helpful, at least to myself and sometimes other people. Uh, I try to talk about topics that are introduced to me by other people or things that I see when I'm working as a coach, whether as an esports coach or a life coach. Uh, and I try to expand on them and explain them a little bit more. And there's been something that I've been seeing pretty often with, with different clients, different students, different friends, uh, and even, even in myself, where there is this level of accountability that becomes toxic. And I want to break down that today. I want to talk about what it is, uh, my definition of it, what it looks like, and how we can overcome that. Because inevitably... We want to do the things that we love, right? We want to work on the things and have fun doing the things that we care about. But sometimes we get so toxic about stuff to ourselves that we stop enjoying that thing or we stop doing that thing that we enjoy. Uh, and I think that's not cool, right? I want people to enjoy doing the things that they enjoy. Uh, and just from my personal journey with fighting games, now Guilty Gear Strive and Street Fighter, uh, I've found this level of peace with myself to where I'm improving at the things that I love, but I'm not stressing myself out about where I'm at currently, comparing myself to other people or comparing myself to myself in some sort of way that's not healthy. Uh, so let's get the definition that I wrote down. Now, I, ha I have some notes here that's going to keep me on track so that I can talk about this and stay coherent to the best of my ability. So uh, stick with me here. We're going to go right through this. So my definition of toxic accountability is having a level of personal or external accountability that is detrimental to oneself or those around you. Uh, so that means that you are so accountable that you're either harming yourself, uh, whether mentally or emotionally, or you're harming the people around you. Uh, and it could be just you're not having fun or it could be something way worse to where you're literally, physically hitting yourself. It manifests in different ways for different people, so this might not all apply to you. These are my personal observations. Uh, I know there are other definitions for toxic accountability, uh, but like according to Urban Dictionary and some of the other sources, it's not what I'm envisioning. So I'm using this not from a pulled definition just out of my head. Uh, I'm not trying to say I'm reinventing the wheel here. It's just how I'm using these words as an analogy to explain the behaviors that I see and how to stop doing those behaviors. Hopefully... That makes sense, but let's move on. So what can toxic accountability look like? Well, I already talked about that, you know, verbally berating yourself and not doing good enough, like for not doing it good enough. So for example, uh, one way that I do this where it's not super toxic in my opinion, but it can get to a toxic level where uh, I point out something that I did wrong and then I'm like, 
you know, that's that was stupid of me, right? I try nowadays to specifically say things so that I'm not berating myself. So my version of it would be like, that was stupid. Someone else's definition or someone else's example could be, I'm stupid because I did that, right? It's a huge paradigm shift. I'm saying that that act that I did was stupid. That act is separating itself from my identity. I am not saying I'm stupid. I'm saying that act was stupid. But everyone does stupid things. I kind of have that mindset where I, I've seen, observed tons of people who do the opposite, where they say, I'm stupid because I did insert action, right? That thing, or I didn't do that thing, so I'm stupid. You know, I, I forgot to do a combo. I forgot to do a punish, whatever, yada, yada, yada. You've seen the examples. You've done the examples. You know what I'm talking about, uh, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that is one easy example. I've seen people physically hit themselves. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I've seen it in person, but I've also seen like uh, Super Smash Brothers compilations. Uh, you know, if if you're like me, for some reason in the FGC, you do get a small joy out of seeing people get so mad at a fighting game that they like yell or something. And Smash players are notorious for this. Uh, and sometimes a guilty pleasure of mine is watching those rage compilations. Uh, afterwards, I usually need a good cleanse <laughs> of productive talking with people or with myself, but, uh, it's, it's one of my vices. I watch it every now and then. They're funny to me. There are some iconic ones that just stick with me, but <laughs> that's an aside. Let's, let's get back on topic here. So giving up on something you love because you're not good enough, or you're not going to be good enough, or you think that you're not going to be good enough. Uh, that is one form that I think is very toxic. And I use the term toxic mainly because it's harming to something. It's harmful to something. You quitting something that you love is definitely harmful to yourself because you're, that's, that's painful. If you're quitting something that you love, that has to be painful or you didn't love it in the first place. Like unless you have a very Zen mindset, which you wouldn't be in this issue in the first place because you wouldn't care if you're failing. So clearly that doesn't apply. <laughs> so if you're quitting something that you love, it's probably because of some level of pain you just can't deal with, right? It's usually some level of failure that you just can't keep committing to or repeating because you have this certain way of looking at this activity that you do. You know, it could be a person as well, but I'm not really a relationship coach by any means. So I don't, you know, I try to use that as an analogy, but that's never really my main focus. But either way, you know what I'm talking about. It could be a job. It could be a career. It could be a game that you play competitively or just want to get better at, you know, get a better rank, right? And I'll, I'll get back to the whole ranking system in a little bit. Uh, but I'm getting excited talking about this topic, so you can probably hear me talking fast. And I'm trying to slow myself down because uh, it's exciting to articulate these ideas that I sometimes struggle with articulating. But because I took down some notes this time, finally, uh, it's helping me kind of stay on task, but allows me to tangent a little bit and just pull myself back in when I realize that I got to get back onto the main topic. So my theory, you know, I wanted to talk about why I think this happens and it, I'm going to give you examples because I don't think there's one specific reason why this happens, but I do think some of the ways this manifests is largely influenced by our inner circle at a younger age. I'll give my example. And when I'm giving this example, just keep in mind that there's no hate towards anybody at this point in my life. 
I have, you know, I try to maintain the level of love for most people, and this includes my family. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't interpret my parents' attempt to motivate me correctly. Uh, and they would always point out the things that I did wrong or felt that way. And so growing up, every time I thought I did something, I never got that, what is that word? Uh, notification. I didn't get the recognition that I wanted from my parents. It always just felt like everything I did wasn't good enough. And so after a while, I convinced myself that I wasn't good enough. And from there, I just thought, why put in the effort to do something when I already know I'm not good enough? And it, like, there's multiple layers of logic within that, but that's just one really good example. Uh, and I think for some people, it's this conditioning that whether by themselves or by other people, uh, they allow themselves to believe that they can't do something or they deserve to be punished when they don't do things right. So some people, it's a form of punishment when they get so toxic that they're berating themselves is they feel like they deserve to be punished because they didn't do it right. Uh, and that's, that wasn't necessarily my mindset. It was more of just, I brainwashed myself to believe that I wasn't good enough. So whenever I saw that I hit a plateau, my logic wasn't to think, how could I get around this plateau? My logic was to think, well, this is as good as I'm going to get. I might as well quit. And I would do that over and over and over again with new things, with like different sports. I played football. I played track and field. I, I did uh, hockey, roller hockey. Uh, I did football again when I was older. Uh, school, like trying to get good grades. Uh, a lot of things I would plateau at or just not be good at in my own eyes. And I never really knew that I could improve at those things. I never realized that was an option for me at a young age. I didn't realize improvement at something was possible until uh, like my mid-20s, sadly. You know, it took me that long to figure that out. And I, it's kind of sad that I didn't really understand that, but I know there's other people that think that way as well. And I hear it in the way they talk about themselves, especially college age students. Uh, they talk about themselves and the way that they are as a locked in, like way of being, they don't realize they can change their mindset, their level of confidence, their level of focus, uh, their level of skill at a game that they're trying to get better at. These things are 100% improvable for everybody unless you have some diagnosed form deficiency that makes it harder for you. And even still, that's not really an excuse because there's tons of examples of people who have mental disabilities who overcome them uh, through working on it, improving uh, ingenuity. So when people say that they're a certain way and they're never going to be any other way, I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. Like that's just certified grade A bullshit. You can get better at whatever it is that you're trying to get better at. There are definitely physical limitations, like a physical sport. If you're not seven feet, you're not going to probably be able to dunk if you're like four feet, eight inches, right? That's not going to happen. Uh, it's very unlikely that it'll happen. Like there are certain people who have really good jumping skills, but you got to work within the realm of reality. Uh, but be careful about what you think being realistic is. A lot of pessimists are not good at setting realistic expectations because they set the bar too low. There are some people who are very arrogant and set the bar too high, but that's maybe a conversation for another time. I want to now focus on how do we overcome toxic accountability how are some ways that we can overcome that uh and 
My best advice, because I'm going to talk about a lot of different solutions, my best advice is to pick one thing that resonates with you. Only one thing. Don't pick more than one thing. Start with one thing. You can come back here if you want to take notes, you know, get a notebook, put this in your journal if you already have one going and start with one and work your way down. And not necessarily my example, but hopefully this inspires an example for you to pick for yourself because I can't tell you what to work on first. You have to do that. Nobody's going to know better than you because no one knows what you want more than you know what you want. Make sense? Okay. <sighs> Let's move on. So. The first thing I want to talk about is setting clear and realistic expectations for oneself. And this is important because there are people who are arrogant and there are people who are self-conscious who are both having toxic accountability. Uh, it's going to manifest differently for you, but it's important to learn, first off, how to set clear and realistic expectations. Uh, I want to give some bad examples first, and I'm going to use fighting games or just games in general. I believe setting a goal based on rank is a bad idea. Like, I want to get to gold. I want to get to platinum. I want to get to master. Uh, those are bad goals because it doesn't tell you anything. What do you need to get to gold? What do you need to get to platinum? What do you need to get to ultra platinum, right? Or level three platinum, whatever game you're playing. Uh, what does it take to get to master? If you're not already a master, you probably don't know. Otherwise, you'd be doing those things. And a lot of people think just playing more games is going to get it. That way doesn't work for a majority of people, honestly. Uh, and you're going to more than likely burn yourself out trying to get to that goal before you actually hit that goal because you're not seeing the progress that you want to see. If you have toxic accountability, you're probably going to burn yourself out before you actually hit your goal. And you're going to move on to something else that feels better, that makes you feel better. And then that cycle is going to repeat and repeat with everything that follows you. So setting clear goals. What do you want in that game? I'll share an example with myself. Uh, I hit a plateau with Fong. You know, I hit Diamond. Or I, I hit, was that Ultra Platinum or something like that at the time? But I just wanted to work on some new skills. I was like, you know what? I'm not sweating it right now. I got a lot going on in my life. But I do want to keep getting better at Street Fighter. And what is one thing that I can get better at? Hit Confirms. I've always wanted to get better at Hit Confirms ever since I watched like Tokido and Punk and Daigo play and learned what a hit confirm was I, for the longest time i didn't know that you could just throw out one button and have this small window of time that's actually reactable into something else and, and kind of like combo into it or link into it for kareen it feels more like a link into her tenko uh and it's a little bit more execution heavy so it made it feel even more rewarding but i took the time to figure out how to do that and i just worked on that with that specific character and that got me so far with that character and it changed my whole perspective of how to play Street Fighter and how to play fighting games. I've had those kinds of moments throughout my course and my journey of playing fighting games. But this, uh, this was a really good example for me because it was, you know, this was pretty recent, you know, in the last year. When you're trying to get better at a game, right, you want to, you say you do want to hit master rank, you have to identify the steps to get there. You have to get better at... You know, let's use Rocket League as an example. Have to get better at your aerials or have to get better at your accuracy or have to get better at your rotations or have to get better at your calming. If you're playing on a team, you know, if you're playing on a, a high school or a college team, uh, calming with your teammates and making sure that you're on the same page is really important. When you're a new team, 
that level of team adhesion, that communication, that chemistry, that is incredibly important for winning matches, whether you realize it or not. You're not a star of the show. You have to work with your team. Uh, otherwise, it's you're, the better team is going to win, right? And you have to work on these individual skills, but you also have to work on multiple skills along the way. But it's not just, I want to get to master rank or I want to win this tournament. You got to know what it takes to win that tournament. You can't just put in a bunch of time and be like, ah, I put in the time. Now I'm going to win this tournament. No, quality of time matters. Make sure you're practicing and solidifying the skills, making and making certain skills concrete in your muscle memory, right? Like you can do this with your eyes closed type of muscle memory, not just, oh, I can do the combo a couple times in a row and now I got it. No, the reason that people do things multiple times in a row is to acquire that muscle memory. So if it requires more of you to get that muscle memory, then that is where you have mastered that skill. Not when you can do it a certain number of times in a row. How many times can you do it in an actual match? If you're not doing that consistently, then you need to up your training more because you're still not comfortable enough to do it in any situation. And that's what the training is supposed to help you do. Help you get comfortable performing this task in a tense situation when it's way more stressful. Uh, and I think a lot of people either don't know how to or don't think to replicate that situation in the training room to the best of their ability. So that's important. Again, setting realistic goals. Setting clear goals. Now the realistic part uh, specifically for people who are a little bit more self-conscious in their abilities. You gotta start giving yourself more space and challenging yourself a little better. Uh, this is general advice, so this may not apply to everyone. Again, keep this in mind. This has to resonate with you. This has to make sense for you. But if you're more, uh, if you're bad at setting realistic goals on the lower side, you're always going to set the bar too low. And you're never going to actually reach your full potential because you're not seeing where that bar is and it's important for you to try to push that and not stay in the safe zone stay in the comfort zone you got to get out of your comfort zone and set a goal that's higher so that you can push yourself higher because if you don't push yourself harder you're not going to go farther that's just the way it's going to go you might bank on luck uh, but most people don't actually uh they're not really lucky they are opportunistic when they get the opportunity they're ready for it but a lot of times i would guarantee you've been given opportunities but you weren't ready uh for whatever reason right and in that sense it's important to keep in mind that quality of time in practice is better than the amount of time quantity of time uh, so just to recap clear and realistic also, for people who are more on the arrogant side, you really have to face reality to see, are you as good as you think you are? And what goals do you need to set to get to where you are or where you want to be? Uh, so sometimes you have to lower that bar so that you're actually making progress so that you're not beating yourself up and getting toxic about it. Because uh, there are a lot of players who feel entitled to a win and they get mad specifically because they feel like they're better than the opponent. And I'm here to tell you that, no, you're not. You're not. If you were, you would have beat them. Clearly, there's something going on in your head that is inhibiting you from performing the tasks that you think you know you can do. And since you're not doing those tasks and or doing them consistently, that makes you the worst player because they can play more consistently than you. They can beat you more consistently. Uh, you could make the argument of someone you ran off, you know, ran randomly into and ran, ranked, ranked. 
Someone you randomly ran into and ranked. That sounds like a tongue twister. <laughs> so that person, they beat you and you never see them again. You could rant and rant and rant about how you could have beat them, but it's done. You lost. Get over it. Get more consistent. Stop blaming the fact that you think you're better and they got lucky. Uh, don't do that. As a waste of time, stop it right now. And in saying that, uh, I want to talk about the next goal or next thing that you can do to overcome toxic accountability. The next topic is set clear boundaries for self-care. Now, that means that you have to conduct yourself in a new way. You're trying to create a new habit. You have to conduct yourself in a new way. And this one is a really important one for me. It's way more more esoteric and less tangible, but I think it's one of the most important ones that was effective for me in getting better as a player uh, and just getting better at things in life in general. Now, uh, when I talk about self-care, that means that you have to learn to stop insulting yourself. That means you have to change your vocabulary. You know, a lot of times we do this mentally or even verbally where we just say, ah, I'm stupid. Ah, oh, man, I'm an idiot. And like we get ridiculous with it. We get into it and start like just roasting ourselves uh, in front of other people too. You got to stop that. You know, I got to draw some hard lines in the sand because I think if you just half-ass somebody th some of these things, I think if you just half-ass some of these things, you're not going to actually see the benefits of it. So you got to draw that line in the sand and say, no, no longer will I insult myself. Now, you can say, you know, if you want to something like that was stupid. You can even say that was stupid of me, but I would recommend for the most bang for your buck. Take yourself out of the equation. You can point out that something was a mistake or, or bad. Uh, but you can't let yourself be involved in that emotion. And that takes time. So it's not going to be an off-on switch overnight. It's just remember not to beat yourself up. And remember to not beat yourself up for not remembering to not beat yourself up. That won't make sense for a lot of you now. But the ones who try this, it'll make sense. I promise you. Make sure that you treat this practice seriously. And learn how to stop that dialogue, whether it be internal or external, and stop insulting yourself. I promise you, if you start doing this and some of the other ones within this category, you'll see the benefits. It won't make sense now. You got to practice it. The next one is focus on issues and mistakes if you plan to do something about it. This is very important because I've seen so many people who focus on an issue, a very minor issue or a mistake that lost them a game in a tournament or a rank match, and they just go on and on and on about it. And then they don't do anything about it after that. I used to be this person, not to an extreme degree, but I would definitely feel a certain kind of way about some of my losses for a while, mainly in tournament. I think specifically in tournament. Uh, for some reason, I definitely held myself to a higher standard when in tournament, right? That was supposed to be the, the best form of myself at any given moment. Uh, so I really glommed onto that, but it could be whatever. It could just be losing to a friend where you just hold this grudge because you lost to someone you know, or it could be like a rival in the same FGC, like not necessarily a friend, uh, but just someone you know in the scene that you don't like to lose to for whatever reason. And you just, you, you do this with different kinds of people or different kinds of situations and you just get really mad about it or really sad about it. You let it bother you longer than you need to. And you don't ever do anything about it either. And then so that, that cycle repeats itself. Every time it happens, you get mad again or sad again or whatever it is. Uh, you're not doing anything about it. So you've got to focus on 
the issues that you're going to do something about. If you're not going to do anything about it, don't waste energy thinking about it because there's no point to it. You're just going to basically beat yourself up over and over again. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, the next thing I think is also very important. Uh, it sounds cheesy, but you got to compliment yourself and recognize when you do things right. More often than not, you're doing a lot of right things. You're just only focusing on the bad stuff. Uh, and that's not healthy. You got to focus on the stuff that you do right. Uh, there's one friend, one member of the FGC that I know, Frodo Milbo, who has a very healthy mindset about this. I'm always refreshed by this because, you know, he might not be the best at any fighting game, but when he does things good, he, he celebrates that. And he doesn't focus on the bad stuff. And I just, I always try to point that out to people. Not in like a, you know, look at your older brother. Why don't you be more like him? Just, just like, you gotta, you gotta appreciate those kinds of things because there's not that many kinds of people in the FGC who verbalize uh, and point out their accomplishments. And we need more people like that. Not in an arrogant sense, not in a I'm punk, I'm the best player kind of way. I mean, I did a good thing and I deserve to be happy about it and I deserve to recognize it, you know, and depending on what your goals are, you know, specifically to people who want to be more competitively viable, uh, this is an important category for you because this is going to help you not burn out as quickly when it comes to some of these things because you're not getting as upset about it. You're not getting as frustrated. You're not getting as mad. And so if you're not getting as mad or sad, you're not exerting as much energy. I don't know about you, but when I get mad or get sad, I feel like I've drained myself of energy, whether it be mental or emotional energy. Uh, it, it just drains me, right? Uh, and I know a lot of you guys are like that too. So why put yourself in that situation if you don't have to? Focus on the stuff that you do right. It feels good and you can actually improve on those things. Like, oh, I did this right. What if I do this thing? Like, oh, I want to get this hit confirm and then eventually get it into this combo. Well, what if you get the hit confirm but drop the combo? You celebrate the hit confirm. Like, yeah, you drop the combo probably because you're so excited that you recognize that you were confirming. But stay with it, right? Celebrate that but be like, okay. Now I'm going to try to keep doing it. Like get to confirm a few more times in the match. You know, I practice it in the lab. Let's try to get into that, into that combo. The more comfortable you get doing that first part, the more comfortable you're going to get to that second part. Because the reality with a lot of games is that in order to actually apply something you practice into a, a game, you have to get to a first step first. And so if, you're, if your goal isn't the first step in a sequence of events, then... I hope you've already learned how to do that thing to lead up to that thing that you want to do. Otherwise, you're going to have a really hard time. So it kind of circles back to setting realistic goals and setting clear goals. Because if you're if you're trying to if your goal is to get to level three skill, uh, you better make sure you've mastered level one and level two so that you can actually get there. Like if you're trying to do a meaty setup, do you have a combo that you can land consistently in a match to get to that meaty setup? That Oki setup. Uh, for some of you who don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. It's just one example for fighting game players. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna move on. So just remember, you know, set goals that set clear boundaries for self care, right? So set clear boundaries where you're not beating yourself up, where you're not doing those toxic things. You gotta make that to practice. Like you're practicing your execution, you gotta practice the mental game. Uh, this again is way harder to do because it's easy to forget but like every time you sit down you have to make this a reminder you know it's it, it requires discipline it really really does 
but it's way more important in the long run because this is the one that's not going to help you just in the game that you're playing but also just in life when you're dealing with an annoying coworker or customer when you're dealing with your family who don't understand what you're you're going through because it just this happens that's a generational thing it happens uh, when you're dealing with whatever kind of situation that you're you know you're not you don't do well in or you're insecure about or you get frustrated or you find very important you don't beat yourself up about it and get toxic about it and in doing that you have a more clear head to focus on what you can do uh, and you can be more solutions focused and that's really important and you deserve to have that less stress that happiness that progress that you want to make in that thing why hinder yourself why self-sabotage so that's my thoughts on this topic hopefully that makes sense to you because this one is a hard one i've been thinking about it for years and years and years but i've never had a term to really glom onto and help me to clarify uh this thing it's something i want to circle back to for sure and talk about maybe have guests talk about this as well because uh, i don't feel like this is talked about enough in the fgc and other gaming communities and i want more people to talk about this so if you like this make sure you comment share your thoughts on it whatever you think whether you agree disagree whether this resonated with you or you have advice for other people let us know reach out to me on social media if you want to help me i would appreciate if you share this content i don't normally ask for that but i want to have this dialogue i feel like this is an important topic uh, and i feel really excited about it to talk about it a little bit more uh, and expand on it so thank you guys for the support those who reach out to me and, and give me their feedback on the content you keep me going. Thank you guys so much, and I will see you all in the next one.